Take your mark. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 16 of Off the Blocks, the UK Swimming and Diving Podcast. I am co-host Macklin Simpson here with the main host, Lars Jorgensen. Lars, what's going on today? Thank you, Macklin. Good to see you. Absolutely, absolutely. What's, what's new in your world? <sighs> I've got a pretty boring life, man. Wedding planning? Nothing. Wedding planning. Well, I'm not, I don't really get to plan. I just... Yeah. I just nod. <laughs> I just nod. Well, in our sport, it's the funnest time of the year, right? NC2A championships, right? It is. It is. And as a swimming fan yourself, that's pretty exciting just to watch some really fast swimming. And I love that meet. It's, uh, you know, I think other than the Olympic Games, it's, you know, the, the funnest meet to go to, maybe Olympic trials. But um, short course swimming, I think it's better than world championships. I Prob- think it's more it's probably the probably the second hardest meet to qualify for. Yeah, arguably. Yeah, it's uh, you got to be really good um, to make it first of all, and to score, you got to be even better. But you know, that's to me. So you know, like short course world championships, I think they do it too much. Don't they do it every year, every December? Every other year. Okay. Eh, it's just it's just not that interesting to me. Of course, I'm a little bit biased being a college coach, but the NCAA championship is. You know, it's super fun. Got a lot of teams involved. Um, you know, obviously, as from our perspective, we're just trying to, um, you know, keep getting higher up on the national ladder and, and uh, keep making a name for ourselves. But it's also pretty fun when you go, you know, whether it's a Lily King or Tonley Haas or when you see world-class performance from, from any school, really. Um, well, for the most part, any school. Then you know it's uh, it's it's just a lot of fun to go to. Austin um, is a great town. It's a great college town. Um, I guess I couldn't say it's a college town, but it's a great town nonetheless. And uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And speaking of NC two A, do you, do you say NC two A or NC double A? Like there's I a say, lot of I say NC two A. NC two A. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of NC two A qualifiers, we have our very own here with us uh, guest White Amdor on the show who we'll introduce here in a little bit. Um, But before we get to that, uh, I want to let you know how you can join us uh, in the conversation today and moving forward. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at UK Swim Dive. You can tweet or direct message us with questions or comments. We'll share them on the next show. Uh, For up-to-date news, photos, and roster info, follow us on UKAthletics.com on the swimming and diving pages. And you can always go back and listen to this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Kentucky Wildcats TV. Good. That is a mouthful. That is. That is a mouthful. We switched up roles. I, f- I figured you wanted a little piece of that. You know, you know? I, yeah. So I get I get left in the shadows sometimes. Yeah. So sometimes you got to shine some light. Um, you know, the podcast continues to grow. It does. And um, viewership, you know, listen, listenership, 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 listenership yeah. listenership's yeah. booming. Yeah, it's right it's now. it's a yeah. lot of fun. So um, we really do appreciate all the fans and um, people that listen to the show. Um, I think both Macklin and I have have a lot of fun. It's fun having great guests, and, and uh, you know. So why don't we uh, introduce Wyatt here? Um, you know, let's get him involved in the show a little bit. How you doing, Wyatt? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Good. Wyatt is our team captain. Um, he's done a tremendous job of really helping lead our guys team this year. Um, you know, he's a great breaststroker. Qualified for NC2A's in 100 breasts from Philadelphia, PA. Um, you know, he is rough and tough, all Philly. Um, no nonsense. Are you yeah. sad about Nick Foles? <laughs> uh, I'm a little sad about Nick Foles, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I'm still a Phil man at heart, so 
Still got root for the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Carson Wentz is a good dude. Oh, yeah. He got, he gets like something, he got something to cheer for. Yeah. And uh, fun fact, his wife is from Lexington. I, I did not know they that. Got, they got married. Yeah, they over got, here they got the, married the castle, in right? Did they really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. How about fun that? Fun fact. Dunbar cheerleader. Yeah. Holy cow. We need to get him to give us some money, maybe. He went to South Dakota. Where'd he go? Some school like that. Like small school. South Dakota State. I think, yeah, 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 some South Dakota, some one South of the Dakota. one of the Dakotas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but God, he must have been a stud in college at South Dakota, something, something like Ooh, that. Yeah, okay, cool. he was pretty good. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, from Philly. Um, what else? We got a question on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna ask each one of us. Um, you know, who would you want to give a pre-meet speech to? You know, to the team before NC2A championships. Um, you know, if I had to pick somebody, and this is my pick, but um, I love this guy as an actor, um, Any Given Sunday, Al Pacino. Stole my answer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's phenomenal. That's that, it's that game, it's game of inches. Yeah, it's that three speeches. or four minute speech he gives yeah. um, where he's like, I pissed away all the money I ever made and chased away all the women that I ever loved. And, you know, then he, game of inches and. Just his passion that he speaks with, uh, I love it. You know, so you gotta go with somebody else. Maybe why? Yeah, no, you're, you're you're making me think, but uh, I'm gonna go Billy Bob Thornton from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's a good yeah. speech. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, I love Billy Bob. I, I don't know that Billy Bob Thornton in any other role I'd want to give him a speech, but I think yes. from from that, I think he's a damn good actor. Yeah, he is. So from he's that, underrated. I'm gonna go with that. Uh, for me, I'd, I'd have to say probably The Rock. Um, <laughs> the Rock. I know that's a classic answer, but as soon as he walks into any room, he's just serious business. Yep. And when he talks to you, there's there's no if ands or buts. You got to get it done. So I think for me, it'd be him. I don't think there's anything that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is not talented in. Yeah. No, he's I mean, actor, he, he's an actor, wrestler. He's a wrestler, football player. Football played for Miami football yeah. player. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, yeah. He, he came through Miami when like Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, like all back those, the, all yeah. those back in the like the nineties. Uh, that's a back, good, that's a good choice. Back in the day, yes. Yeah. The U, right? The U. That's now that's my favorite thirty for thirty of all time from ESPN is the U. No, it was Catholics versus convicts. I love that okay. one with the uh, uh, Miami versus Notre Dame. Yeah, that's you right. Know, that was awesome. Is that, the, you know? is that the same one? I thought it was different because one really kind of highlighted the differences between. I just uh, I just watched the one they did on Rowdy Gaines. Have you seen that? No, I actually haven't. Good. I've heard surprisingly that. pretty good. Hannah Storm produced it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, they they did a good job. He's a little I really over emotional it. at times, but. It, yeah, I love Rowdy. Yeah, was um, he was at SECs. Um, had a chance to speak with him a little bit um, down there, and uh, obviously he'll be at the women's and men's meet um, two weeks in Austin. But you know, I think he does a phenomenal job for our sport. Uh, I know that there are some critics like anywhere. You know, it says he's a little bit over the top, but you know, his energy and his passion for swimming, I think it really comes across. Uh, uh, you know, to me, is just very genuine. Just a great guy. I think people that criticize don't really understand how hard it is to do yeah. to call something in the moment yeah yeah you, you have know. to think of words right i mean yeah it, it, that sounds so easy but it, like in that moment yeah. so many things are swirling through your head and you're calling a 30 second race and you can't 
talk no. about everybody. You can't can't do everything. No, and, it's really hard. And if you're trying to generate general interest in the sport that's not mainstream, I mean, I think energy is really the only way to do that. You and, know, he knows, and he just knows a lot about the sport. He does. Like he knows splits, what you need to go to go certain times and stuff. And for people that don't necessarily watch swimming – I mean, no. I think the population for watching swimming has increased dramatically at the Olympic Games. Yep. So for people that don't watch it normally, it definitely helps when he's commentating because yeah. he, he explains a lot. You know, no, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think they really – the general public during the Olympics doesn't really want to talk about Chase Kalish's stroke count or, yeah. you know. Yeah. DPS or yeah. what, you know whatever yeah. whatever swimming terminology you want to throw. So having that general excitement is, is no, good but for I think the sport. it's. Uh, I mean, I love it. You know, it's uh, he has become you know like Dick Vitale, the voice of you know you know swimming. Uh, you know now it's kind of Jay Billis who's kind of taking I think over. Dick Vitale struggling right he now. Is, yeah. but, and now <laughs> it's kind of Jay time. Billis, the voice of college basketball. I mean, Rowdy is the voice of swimming. That's right. And uh, just does a, I think he does a phenomenal job, like you say, and. You know, anybody who, uh, you know, it's always easy to criticize if you've never been in the arena. Man, Done the it arena. Yourself. Yeah. Was that at FDR? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, like like you said, you know. Um, where else? What else we got? Moving uh, on. <clears throat> yeah, so we can just maybe recap the uh, SEC meet a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, talk about maybe some of uh, you know some of your impressions of what you saw from afar and you're cheering on the Cats in, in Louisville. Yeah, so, I mean, on the women's side, obviously, uh, started off really well with, with 800 free relay, you know, yep. getting third, pretty sure it was a school record, yep. um, a cut, whole nine yards, maybe had a little bit of a lull, yep. first first day or two, and then really came back and made a push, and then that last relay, it was, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Tennessee, Tennessee should have should have won. Should have won that relay. They had one person out sick, another person maxed out their events, and it just everything kind of fell together for um, third place finish. Yep. Um, coming back from 2017, getting third yep. for the first time in a while. So, I thought it was really cool because um, honestly, Tennessee was the pre-meet favorite. They were the heavy favorites coming in, and uh, you know, the, obviously, some things didn't happen their way. But for for us to get third. I knew we had a really good last day um, if we could kind of keep it close. And um, we've never beaten Georgia before. Um, and when you talk about women swimming in the SEC, I mean, they are the premier school. I think, what, eight national titles or something like that with the women with Jack Bowerly as a great coach. And and so for us to you know be in that conversation, the SEC is a great league. Uh, yeah, they really stepped up. And like you said, I, I go in the last reel, I'm like, there's no way. We don't have a chance. And you know, we had the four girls swim really well, broke the school record too, and then, you know, kind of broke our way. They finished fourth on that. And, um, you know, pretty similar to, you know, the guys have had a really good foreign freestyle relay all year, and mm-hmm. they had a pretty good finish as well. So it's always fun to get better at the relays too. Yeah. You know, that's pretty, a big pretty, part pretty of it. Pretty cool to do it with some distance swimmers and 200 backstrokers too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're all just good swimmers, you know. Um, oh, that's what it takes. You yeah, know, you, know, you know, Phelps never hunter freestyler. Lockheed's yeah. never hunter freestyler. You know, mm-hmm. All those guys. Missy Franklin was yep. pretty good at hunter free, but Kayla Decky's not a hunter freestyler. But but she's but they're good swimmers. I put her on our relay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she still has eligibility left. She has two can, years. Yeah, yeah we'll she can her. give her money back. Maybe we'll get her back down. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make a push. <laughs> um, what else do you think? 
Uh, on the men's side, I think that um, w- w- one note, just in general, and the depth of the SEC. I mean, who would have thought five, ten years ago, Missouri would have been fighting for an yeah, SEC championship? They were great. Texas A&M was what second last yep, year in yep. the top three or four this year. Yep. Um, so I think that over the overall depth and competitiveness is leaps and bounds above what is what it's been before, where it's just been you know Auburn, Florida. You know, occasionally Georgia, Tennessee, kind yep. of get in there. Yep. The, the, the top four were like so solidified, and everybody else was down. Where now it's kind of a, a much more even playing field to where if you're, you know, fifty points can be the difference yep. between fourth and eighth. And you know, if, huge and if, difference. If you look around, I was talking to a SEC coach um, at SECs, and uh, it was interesting because. There is this perception that the league is down a little bit right now because there's not really a dominant team. There's not Georgia women dominating or, you know, Florida men aren't quite as good. And so the perception is the league isn't as good. But then if you compare the conference results between us and the Big Ten, the ACC and Pac-12, we are the best conference hands down in the country. It's just that from, we don't from, from a depth from a depth point, 100%. Right? Yeah, 16 through 24. Um, you know, it's just that there's no great team right now and uh you know they're, they're like we don't even know if it's any school will finish you know top three top four at NC2As, which is fair that may not happen but the quality of our league is guys and girls it's it's deep it's good you know it really is and you know like you said it's even schools like lsu or south carolina they got a couple of good people here mm-hmm. and there and, and we've improved and so you know, to, to make it into the B final is is pretty good, and yeah. got to be really good to make in the A final. You know. Yeah. One, I think too. We we've mentioned this multiple times, but you could get fifth at SECs and get top twelve at mm-hmm. NC two A's. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's there's no doubt. Yep. yep. Um, and so I think that just speaks a lot to the conference. But um, more specifically, I think the thing that stuck out most to me was was the relays. Yep. Um, getting an A cut was a pretty big deal. Yeah, um, it was. I think it's. I can't even tell you the last time the guys have had an A cut. Yep. Um, I can't. I can't speak for well, certain. Well, uh, Johnny Mitchell um, led off that relay. He had actually a really good meet. Um, I was really proud. He, he probably swam about as good as any of our guys did. Um, you know, uh, Peter Wessler has been kind of our star all year. Um, you know, I thought he was eighteen eight. Is that about right on the relay? Eighteen nine, something like that. Stepped up medley, was, yeah. was 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 pretty good, and then. Um, Jason had had a, had a pretty good meet, and then we have a guy who, you know, hardly ever swims freestyle. <laughs> a, a Dave Dingus, who, you know, is just pretty good underwater. He's pretty athletic, and he came through, and we actually tied the A cut, you know. And so, I mean, Wyatt made the meet on his own accord, but um, Johnny Mitch and, and Jason Head and, and and they wouldn't be Peter wouldn't be going the meet. Um, you you need one yep. qualifier. Yep. Yeah. So why did that? Um, so did Glenn Brown. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so talk- and then we then we made the A cut. Like if we didn't make that A cut, we would correct. But in Wyatt and Glenn by themselves. Correct. So well, and kind of talking about that going to that last chance meet. I mean, I think it speaks a lot because last chance meets are, are always more often than not very unsuccessful. Yeah. Um, coming, because it's so unpredictable what your body is going to be like coming off of a five-day meet, mentally, physically. Yep, um, another week of rest. Another week of rest, how your body's going to react to another week of rest, what it's going to be like yep. environment-wise, where at SEC is you're in a you know, team environment and there's more excitement and you're peaked versus a last chance where it's kind of 
not dull. a lot going on, a little yeah. more dull. It's just it's just different. Um, so to to kind of step up and, and do that, I think speaks volumes. So I kind of want to know what was going through your mind, knowing you were on the bubble at SECs, knowing kind of hey we're one of the first conferences. I don't know exactly what it's going to take. I know mm-hmm. we're roughly within a couple tenths though. Yeah. Um, so what was going through your mind between SECs and then leading up to that swim? Yeah, so as he sees, I swam prelims the best time. It's fifty two six eight, and I was very happy at the time. And I got at the coaches afterwards, and they're like, "Yeah, it was a great time, but I still think you're going to be on the bubble." And I, I took that as a moment. I was like, "Okay, I think you're right." So I warmed down. I tried to focus uh, for the night swim because I just missed the A final, which is. Wait, 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 let's go back on, on, on Tuesday. You saw a time trial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. What was your time in that? I was 52 8 in the time trial. However, I got disqualified. Yeah. And um, that was kind of a, a stepping stone because, I mean, obviously getting disqualified is never good. I just um, know what you're but, capable of. Yeah. And then um, I immediately talked to the coaches and I said, come watch me and warm down. I want to fix this. So I get it right. And I knew I had the medley relay up uh, that night and I didn't want to let the guys down. So I said, come watch these, make sure I fix this. And I got it in and I fixed it and I was all good for the rest of the week. And um, it was nice to have the the day off before I actually swam the 100 breasts to kind of mentally reset. Well, they they allegedly called you on a a double kick, right? Double dolphin. And uh, did they have underwater video yet? Not at the SEC. No. Yeah, yeah. But, like, literally, that's, as you know, that's the call you can make on almost 95% of breaststrokers. It's like it's like calling a, a hold on an offensive tackle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like it's it almost every Yeah, it's, it's a like, very good. You can call holding almost every play, right? Because that, that second dolphin kick, a lot of times, isn't really a dolphin kick. It's just if they see movement in your feet, it's up yeah. to the, the judge's discretion. It's a judgment call, yeah, discretion. Yeah. So it's yeah. like. Yeah, like, but anyways. Now, I will say some are a little more obvious than others. Yeah, some people sure, do three. Sure. Some people, <laughs> we're not getting into any controversies right now, but yes. there are definitely some, some yes. A finalists in the Olympics over the last yeah. several years. Who, or have. Oh, yeah, I know, sure. uh, not to go off, way off topic here, but I think uh, after Vanderberg won in 2012, he oh, came yeah. out and he admitted it. I mean, he was yeah. like, I cheated. I cheated. And how much did he win by Middle though? finger up because you didn't catch me. Yeah. How much uh, did he win by? Do you remember? Like, like would have made second. Half it was a second. world record. It's like 50, yeah. He's like fifty-eight, four or five at the time. So it was a world record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for but he won by a pretty substantial amount. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder how much the Dolphins. It, it makes a difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how much it's worth though. Is it worth four or five tenths? Could be for some people. <laughs> if you, if yeah. It, short course, it would be. Short course, definitely would be. You got three walls and or four to start. 60 to 70 percent, 1600 percent of yeah. the water. Long course, not as much, but 100 yards, that's probably a second. Yeah. You know, I mean, four of them, you got to yeah. start, pull out in three turns. Well, it's, it's easier to sneak it off the start, too, because yeah. there's a lot of white water. Yeah. It exactly. is. So yeah. Do it. yeah. It is. Yep. So, anyways. Well, one um, thing that was, uh, you know, falling up here on Wyatt real quick, but one of the things that, that I love about Wyatt. He's a great guy. He's a great leader. But this guy is mentally tough and resilient. So, as you know, it's not hard to get DQ'd. You know, he's got one event. He's made some progress in the tuner brand, in the tuner brass, but his tuner brass is still not what it should be. Um, to be fair, right? This guy could go 153, but for some reason he chooses not to. But <laughs> the, always, like, always remember, it's a choice. Yeah, yeah I forget is. that sometimes. But you know, so anyways. But, you know, he's resilient and he's tough. So he gets DQ'd. Like you said, he comes back. He makes some adjustments. He does a good job on the relay. 
you know, and he swims prelims, um, you know, at SECs in the Hunter Breast, and, and talked a little bit about the you know prelims versus finals in the Hunter Breast, uh, you know, at SECs. Uh, yeah, so in prelims, um, obviously you, you wake up that morning and you know it's like oh this is the big day like, and we have a lot of swims. I mean each and every day we expect to get faster and faster as a group, and um, that was my day and just swim the hundred breasts and so I, I get up and um, the first thing I do is have my cup of coffee, <laughs> get ready for the day and then, um, but yeah I was really focused in on I wasn't really focused on time, I was focused on swimming my own race because I knew I was in lane one. So I knew I wouldn't be able to see a lot happening. So I remember Chip talking to me. He said, just swim your own race. You know you can do this. You've done it in the time trial. You just need to do it legal. Just go. And I was like, okay, you're right. I just swim my own race. So I swam my own race. Very happy with it. Um, it went a little bit slower at night, which was a little bit of a bummer. But I knew that I still had other ch- shots of making it. Um, and then at the end of the meet, um, a coach just talked to us about going to last chance because I knew Glenn Brown was going to be on the bubble. Uh, we knew Peter was going to be on the bubble. We had a whole bunch of guys that really had a good shot at making the meet. Mm-hmm. And um, so we go to last chance, and I think the, the attitude towards last chance was a lot different this year than last year. Um, and it's actually funny, um, you guys we're talking about this now, is that Peter Wetzler texted me on Monday afternoon and says – Hey, let's change the attitude. Let's let's let we can get it. Let's rally the guys. We can do this. We know we can. We've done the work. Let's go. Let's go rock this meet, and we can make it and go to NCAA's. And that kind of was like a big eye opener to me because um, I Peter works his butt off all the, all the time, mm-hmm. and he's a talented athlete. But sometimes he struggles mentally with some attitude. Sometimes, <laughs> um, but Fair. and. And I, I've worked with him, and I know the coaches have worked with him tons with it. And for him to say that to me was huge because like, yeah. for him to come to me, I mm-hmm. was like, wow, like you're right. We can do this. Mm-hmm. And so we actually all did a group FaceTime that night and say, guys, just relax. Let's do our own thing. We got this. We're only, we only got to drop two-tenths of a second. That's nothing. Yeah. And um, so – and then I go in the last chance meet. I had my first prelim swim. And it was, it just felt off, you know, and uh, it could. It was 53-4? Yeah, 53-4 in the morning, and I just felt off. And I told Chip, I said, I just <laughs> wasn't tired. Yeah. Didn't, just didn't feel, it just felt off. And then, um, so we got back. I mean, and that, 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 that can be enough right there to mentally collapse. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know, you're coming, yeah. you're coming down from SECs. You're, you're already picking yourself up to come to the meet. Mm-hmm. You kind of drop an egg a little bit, and you're like, well, crap you know what, what's gonna happen yeah so yeah and and it, it was definitely kind of tough like i went a little bit faster at last chance last year and i was like okay i think i can go a little bit faster and then that first swim i was like ah, you know maybe this isn't and i i reset and i got ready for finals and um i got back to the pool that night and i just said to myself as i was warming up and stuff is that like I just remembered all the kick sets I've done. I've done a really good job on the kick sets this whole year. I've done a lot of good stuff with aerobically, um, tons of – I just knew that my training was there. And the whole past year I've had pretty solid training. Yeah. And I just had to trust myself. I knew what I was capable of. Lars knows what I'm capable of. All my friends know what I'm capable of. I just had to prove to myself that I could do it. 
So and where were you mentally in that like six, seven hours or, or whatever it was between swims? I mean, were you loose and relaxed and kind of like, hey, this is my last shot? Were you were you focused and dialed in? Yeah, were you, you any more what? nervous at all? I, surprisingly, no. Because I, you I dropped like a second. Yeah. Um, That's a lot in 100. Yeah, and – you know, the we were joking around. I one of the guys brought a Mizuno for the first time. I wore that for the first time, um, so I, that was just kind of just of a funny thing. But um, the biggest thing for me was we had a very relaxed environment, and when we weren't out of the pool, where we weren't at the pool, we weren't talking about swimming, hmm. um, and we felt as though we're focused so much that we overthink things. Mm-hmm. And some people, it's good to really yeah. focus in, and some people, it's not. And I think with the group of guys that we have, it's really good to focus, but to a certain point. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Peter was my roommate at the Georgia um, Last Chance, and he brought his uh, PlayStation. So we played a little video games, just kind of like mm-hmm. wind down and relax. And then I took a little nap, and I woke up and got in for warm down or warm up, and I was just ready to go. And I told Chip, I was like, I feel a lot better than this morning. Um, I think I, I think I can do this. And I got up on the blocks cool. and I swam. And I, I remember, you're, I know you're not supposed to remember a lot of things about a race because that means you're going mm. slow. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but typically, um, I just remember hitting that last turn and coming up off the last breakout and saying, just finish. Just I, you, It doesn't matter what your time is. Just give everything you have left. That's and cool. um, I touched the wall. And a lot of my friends said that it was like the first time they like they saw me just light up. Yeah. And um, the first thing I did was I hugged my teammates and stuff, and I said I did it for them, did it for them, because we expressed this whole year's brotherhood, and we do it for each other, not for like oneself. Yeah. And um, to do it for them, and and to we knew that we qualify for that relay, we just need one person to go, and to do that for them was a big thing for me because I've expressed that as a leader. And to actually do that for them was probably the biggest yeah. thing for me, more than just me swimming. So, but that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Good, that's a pretty cool story. Yeah. yeah, very good. Okay, you got me t- teared up over here. Yeah, you, know? you get another chance to do it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's at the biggest stage. Um, I think as a young swimmer, you always dream to go to the Olympic, go to Olympic trials, go to NCAA championships. I mean, you're in the top of the top. Well, yeah, and. Uh, well, one of the things, too, you know, we we got to mention Glenn Brown because he made it, too, at oh, yeah, the last absolutely. chance. I mean, six. I mean, how many times he, did he swim at that? He week? swam it three times. It's, yeah. it's impressive to do it on the last try, too. Yeah, and this was late at night mm-hmm. um, all by himself. <laughs> Nobody else in the pool. But he did it. And, yeah. and hats off to Glenn. Glenn's really talented. and He's so, definitely, for me, I mean, I train with him sometimes in breaststroke group and stuff, and he works his butt off. He does. There's, there's no does. one that deserves it more. Um, I think – um, for him to do that, for him mentally, was huge to know that he could finally do yeah. that. You know, yeah, you know, you talk about that a little bit, but it's so true because, um, you know, yourself or Peter or Glenn, I mean, all you guys are, are pretty talented. You just got to really believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, you know, Glenn's about as talented as the guy I've, I've, I've ever coached. I mean, he can do it all. He can do, mm-hmm. you know, he's one of these guys that, you know, if he really wanted to, he could break 420 in the 500. He can go – 19 two in the 50 he can like he can do it all you know yeah. and so for him to kind of get over the hump um mm-hmm. of actually making the meet i think is huge and um you know but i think it's really cool for wyatt the way he's kind of led our team all year and mm-hmm. you know kind of the inspirational leader and <clears throat> also uh you know does a great job and for him 
to help bring those guys, you know, who qualified on the relay at SECs is really a pretty cool story. So I'm really proud of Wyatt for that, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, right, I mean at that point, yeah, you're almost pretty close to a, not a, I wouldn't say a full team, but yep. as big of a team that has been well, in a while. Well, just, I oh, mean, yeah. just today as we are um, taping in, in, in our um, great studio, our, our very plush studio that we have here at the University of Kentucky, the Seb – Seb Masterson, who's an All-American, and yeah. he qualified today. Kendall Knight qualified also as well, so we have two more. Um, tomorrow the guys um, dive three-meter, mm-hmm. and um, Danny um, from China is a phenomenal diver. That's his best board, I think, uh, knock on wood, but he yeah. should qualify tomorrow. And then we have uh, Chase Lane, who was awesome at SCCs, by the way. Um, yeah. He was our leading scorer. I think he scored like 70 points or something to that effect was yeah. really good um second on platform yeah, yeah. and uh his best event is platform which will be saturday um so i i suspect that I'm, i sure hope we'll have three divers qualify a- along with wyatt glenn in the relay that's so that's an so awesome group for, in austin for those listening that might not understand because the ncaa good selection point. process yeah. is pretty complicated um so basically the way that it works is i think the women is two i know the men's 270 correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the women is three thirty something three, yeah three, so four, yeah. you know let's talk, say for the men you know 270 there's there's a cuts and b cuts a cuts automatically go yep. for individuals yep. which mm-hmm. i mean that's Six guys. Less than 10 guys in an event. Yeah, it's um, supposed to be. Sometimes it's more. <laughs> correct. Um, and then for the relay, you, you can swim your A cuts so long as you have one individual qualifier. Yep. Um, so now. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, so now that we have an individual qualifier, that relay A cut can go. And those, if I'm not mistaken, those same four guys, if you choose, can field their beak relay cuts yes and but you can't take additional no we no. can't so we're going to swim the 400 freestyle relay okay. as well yeah yep um so we don't have enough um we have a b cut in the 200 medley we didn't have a b cut in the 400 medley and uh and, but we don't we we're done with relay alternates like we can't bring any more people um where scott our, our squad as it you know is maxed out um, so so we, right now, six six swimmers with potentially yeah. three divers. Yeah, yeah. and so we, uh, you know, uh, that's awesome. So we're not going to do a medley, even though why it would be awesome because he's a great real life swimmer, but we just don't have a backstroker. Um, I guess we could put Peter in backstroke. Or, <laughs> or Dave. You might yeah, Dave, down. Peter does fly. It's yeah. not too bad. You but maybe yeah. swing at 800 free relay. Yeah. <laughs> we need Wyatt to do it. <laughs> Wyatt's a stud. I don't know if he's <laughs> 133. No, we could, but but I like uh, <coughs> I like our foreigner freestyle relay. Like all year, that has actually been our best relay. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and honestly, I thought we underperformed a little bit in that relay at SECs. Uh, we went two fifty two at Ohio State. Right. Like that's a two fifty relay, right? Yeah, and I think um, it, maybe, it is maybe two forty nine high. <laughs> I don't know, but that's a yeah. two fifty. Yeah, and it's tough to put numbers. I mean, it's easy to put numbers on paper, but yep. to actually do it is a different story. Um, but I know, I think, if I'm correct, our 400 free relay didn't lose a race besides Indiana. Yep. We didn't lose a race until SECs. Yeah. Indiana, we only lost it against Indiana at the dual meet. So, I mean, we were... we were Pete Louisville, yeah. Um, we had some, like, really good success with that relay, and... 
Um, I I think the guys perform. I mean, they were consistent all forty two eights across exactly. the board. I mean, um, that, that, I wouldn't really call that underperforming. You know, it did break a ten year old school record. It yeah. was one, yeah. one, one one hundredth off the A cut, which yeah. is you know what. Yeah, there's, I think there was one yeah. sub that was on the two free relay, so that wouldn't mm-hmm. change that much. And then Glenn already qual- Glenn ended up qualifying, so I don't know that that yeah. would have changed the numbers. Yeah. No, it um, wouldn't have. But, but yeah. if you get you know all those guys are capable of going forty two three from a relay swing. <coughs> yeah, but you're right. That's, that's a sub. The hardest thing on relay sometimes is like you think of an ideal thing, and from a coaching perspective, I think that relay is like two forty nine, but. But that's assuming that all four guys hit sure their well, very yeah. best, and that's hard to do. Because if one guy's off, day. yeah, one guy's off just a little bit, you know. Because our relays are really made up of um, of four good legs, typically, right? Like we don't have a hammer leg, you know. You, the guys or the girls, really, like the girls four hundred freestyle, really the same thing. We got four pretty good people. We don't have a hammer leg. It's, it's not Erica Brown or <clears throat> yeah. Dressel. Or, you know, Comerford or, yeah. you know, uh, Tomley Haas or Blake Peroni that's going 129. Like, we have just solid across-the-board swimmers. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, there's not a lot of wiggle room in, in terms of, you know, if you got a 129 guy in a relay, it can make up for some, some I wouldn't say errors, but, you know what I mean, like, it just makes up for a lot, you know yeah. what I mean? And it covers some wounds. Yeah, exactly, you know. I think also, too, is that what the good news is is that, Almost all of our relays are the same exact that will be mm-hmm. for next year. We don't, so yeah. um, there's not a lot of difference. I mean, the, the medley relay will change a little bit. The two free, I think Glenn can replace Dave in that um, arena. And then, but the eight free and the four free, they're the same exact spots. They're all yep. juniors. So I think this year we'll have a good learning experience, um, regardless of the outcome. And I think we'll be rolling by the next year and really can do some damage. Well, and and I think, too, that the relays are where a lot of up-and-coming programs start and kind of make their name. You know, I think when NC State won the 4-free relay back in 2015 or 2016, they were good, but they weren't as good as they are now. You know, I think Louisville had had a similar trajectory with, with their men's relay back when, you know, Joao DeLuca was there and all these other guys. And so I think there's a lot of programs that kind of have that one relay or cornerstone that gets them to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I think at NC2A's, uh, I mean, honestly, as you know, I mean, there's 21, 22 relays. That's it. 16 score. So if we're doing both of those relays, I think we got a chance to score. I really do. Um, and, and on the men's side, and the same thing with the women's side, really, but. You know, if you're invited, like Wyatt's invited in the Hunter Brass, like if he gets the best time, he's scoring. Glenn Brown gets the best time, he's scoring. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so hard to make it, as we were talking about earlier. But like once you're there, if you perform steady and just a, maybe a little bit yeah. better than you have, you're going to be an All American. Yeah. You know, and I, and I really that would really be exciting. Uh, you know, for us, and we're just excited about getting to Austin. Um, you know, we got. Um, nine women going we got two guys going plus the relays we kind of talked about um you know so it's just uh as a coach what are you most looking for over those two weeks well um we just want to finish this the year on a good note be the best team we've ever been um you know that's been our goal always just to get better you know we want to Let's see that the women were 14th last year. We want to beat that. Um, 
you know the guys didn't score last year so you know obviously just getting better you know that that's kind of the goal um you know i'd love to to see us get in the top eight and some some individual swims or some relays um uh, in diving as well um you know seb's you know has that capability and so does danny and so does kendall knight so you know, we're just trying to get as many people for Kentucky there um, performing at a high level. You know, that's our goal. Um, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, you know, hopefully, you know, if we could hit it all, maybe the guys are, you know, top 20 and the girls are, you know, maybe get they get close to top 10. But, you know, we'll see. You have to do it when you're there. You know I mean? Um, that's the hard part. It's like trials, you know, like, you know, so many people just go to Olympic trials because um, that's their goal. Like mm-hmm. like 95% of people just attend. Yeah. And there's like 5% there that are do damage, you know, or that really think they can, you know. Well, I, th- um, I think that that's maybe a, a dip deeper topic in swimming in general. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people just want to make it. Yeah. Just yeah. want to get a cut. Just yeah. want to make a meet or a team yeah. or just do this. It's like – no, I want to go thrive and succeed at that. I don't just want to make there. it. Correct. Be there and Correct. participate. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, and, and, you know, I got to back up for a sec because just making the Olympics is pretty big. Yeah, just correct. making NC2A, I mean, you're still top of the top of the top. Yep. You know, that's not like just, no. getting, just I mean, getting a sectional the, cut. The or, funny thing about that is, is that when you qualify for the U.S., the expectation is to medal. Correct. Oh, God, I yeah, mean, yeah. So when you, you it is ex- absolutely ecstatic to yeah. make it, yeah. but then you have to sit back and like, okay, now I have expectations to perform at the biggest meet yeah. there is. Yep. So, yeah. Well, fortunately, if you can, if you have the mental fortitude to to qualify, you probably have the mental fortitude to compete when it counts. Oh, absolutely. Most of the time. Um, so yeah, I want to kind of go backwards a little bit um so now that we're getting ready for the nc2a championships what has training looked like since secs um you know i know a couple guys were hanging on to their taper to qualify um everybody else was kind of jumping back up some people are just starting to come down yeah why it's it's obviously it's obviously personalized um so talk a little bit about that yeah why it's like coming back up in yardage a little bit and, and and so it's like peter um, the girls have gone a little bit longer because uh, they didn't go to – well, Madison Winstead qualified, by the way, last chance meet. I guess we didn't even talk about that. But um, she's an All-American, so she has potential to do some damage at NC2As as well. But basically, um, everyone's back in, in full work mode a little bit, but there's not much time now between NC2As or, you know, be, be before we leave. So the girls is in a week, the guys is in two weeks, so they're already coming down as far as tapering a little bit in that process. So – Basically, not that much has changed, but <clears throat> we're trying to just fine-tune everything that we're doing, um, and that includes the weight room. Um, you know, Wyatt lifted today, and, and the, sort of the girls. Um, uh, girls are out of the weight room. Um, guys are lifting Saturday, and then it kind of just depends a little bit. So just, you know, fine-tuning, really. Um, you know, I think taper is just a really overused word. Um, that's a swim jargon, but we're just trying to fine tune what we do. We want to be a little bit better, like I said, uh, for everybody. And if mm-hmm. we're doing that, um, the cats are going to be successful in Austin. Yeah. So. so how do you personalize that process? Because it is different for everybody. <clears throat> yeah. You know, yeah. someone like Wyatt doesn't rest the same way as someone like Asia. Correct. They don't. <laughs> Very different, actually. Um, <laughs> 
Well, you know, that's why we have a you know coaching staff, yeah. and we kind of you know meet as a staff and kind of go over everyone's needs and stuff a little bit and try to do our very best to. You know, it, like during SECs, we probably got like 15 different taper plans going at the same time. It's it's really confusing, but um, but we have a staff and we meet and we try to come up with plans for the best for for most of the kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes to NC2As. It's actually really nice. Um, maybe why I could agree with this, but we're in spring break this week, and so. You know, like it's the whole pool is pretty empty um, except for our NC2A people. And it's yeah. really nice because yeah. we got, you know, whatever. We got 20 people in the water between the guys and the girls and everyone's focused and everybody yeah. kind of gets their own lane pretty much. And yeah. I mean, that, you know, that's, that's kind of fun, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was actually talking to the guys the other day that it's nice to just each have their own lane. And um, yeah. the practices are specified to each one of our events now because mm-hmm. – I mean, we have one relay or two relays, but they're sprint freestyle, so not like different training for that. Sure. And then I'm training breaststroke, so I typically have my own practices. Glenn has his IM practices, and it's yep. very nice to be very specific yep. to what we're swimming. Yep. And um, and we have, I mean, since it's spring break, we don't have school, so we can just have tons of time to recover and sleep, um, just focus, and really dial in these next two weeks. Yep. 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 So um, a little rapid fire questions. Yeah, let's let's do it, Macklin. I think this we forgot the, to do this, this last is, time. This is just for Wyatt. No oh, good. All right. All right. I'll you, do. You, I'll do you, odds. You, you do evens. All right. All right. You're up. Ready? Three, two, one. Favorite candy? Uh, I have to say Twix. <sighs> well, number two. How many UK men's basketball national championships? Three, four. The 20? I don't even know. Eight. 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 Wow. Man, I, I, I got to back up for a sec because when you said Twix, I thought you said Twizzlers. And oh, I almost no, judged you no, for a second. No. <laughs> um, so if you, if you heard like a, a noise of disgust, it's I thought you said Twizzlers. Um, all right. Cars or, cars or trucks? Cars. Text or call? Text. Favorite NFL team? Obviously, Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. So, sorry, Nick Foles. Um, yeah. What number draft pick is Josh Allen going to go? Uh, I would say three. Would you like to be his agent? Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> cookies or cake? Absolutely cookies. Favorite fast food restaurant? Um, this is tough. Uh, probably Cane's, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ale late guy or nah? Nah. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. What's the most used app on your phone? Uh, I feel like it's everyone's Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is is not good for me except i need that, to get off of that except thing. for the the ig was down yesterday it caused mass mass havoc oh that is in the true. world really? yeah, yeah. yeah people were freaking out <laughs> people weren't, weren't liking that at all you know uh, real quick on, on on a side note but i was watching this thing uh, uh, i like bill belichick because he's like the greatest coach and why he probably you know he probably doesn't like the patriots but he's it's amazing what they've done and he was talking to this whole little segment on social media and how much he hates it. And his mm-hmm. players are, you know, they monitor it or, you know, they can't be on it very much. And um, But it was just interesting. The the greatest coach, arguably, in professional sports, I, mean, I don't even know if it's that even, at least in the modern time, but talking about, you know, the impact that social media has on his team mm-hmm. and, you know, and things of that nature. And here we are, like, we're all, like, part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, know? you don't realize you're doing it either. No. Um, yeah. Actually, I read this really fascinating article last week um, 
about NBA players, and it was basically about how all the NBA stars right now are all super unhappy. Yeah. Um, it was like they're all – everybody is in this, um, like, haters mindset. Yeah. Where they see all the, the mentions in their social media. Of Did like, you see the Dirk Nowitzki quote the other day? No. He said it's so much not about winning now. It's not. They just want to be, be friends and yeah. and look good. and Have likes. Have, yeah, yeah, basically. And so, like, all these people th- have – people are commenting at them. And yeah. they think that they're the, the haters out there are going to prove the quote-unquote haters well, wrong. <laughs> and so all these people are so unhappy because they're um, – they're just angry. They're like, oh, I've got to prove this wrong or do this or do that. You know, that. they were talking about that, like, the other day. And, and, and again, I think there's some of, some of it in social media. There's some positives and stuff like that. But, like, this guy was talking about it. You know, our economy has never been better in, in our country. There's no wars going on, like World War II or anything like that. Mm-hmm. There's no famine. There's no black plague. Like, we should be generally happy in our society now, and we're not. Like, people are depressed, and they're angry, and everything is good. Yeah. And a lot of that is because of social media. And, and people Compare just, a comparison. Yeah, and they just get wrapped up, or, you know, Wyatt's got this on social media, and, you know, whatever, the, or, the or thing, me, you know? So, so, oh and so my unfollowed God. me, or, they, yeah. They, yeah. you know, my crush didn't like my picture, mm-hmm. and now my world's yeah. going down. Mm-hmm. I think the, yeah, the, the, it's problem, terrible. the problem with social media is that it's all about perception. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not. It's it's, it's crazy because one person can view it as one way, and then half the nation views it as another, and it just is a constant battle, and it yep. doesn't do any good when that stuff happens. Well, why why do you think comedians are typically the most unhappy people? They are. They're all alcoholics and miserable. Yeah. They are a lot of them. So That's how they get their comedy. <laughs> I'm just saying it's perception versus reality. Yeah. Like, how often have you ever gone on social media and seen? Yeah. Just like a real crappy picture of someone crying. Yeah. yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. Just socially unacceptable. Well, and, you know, the, somebody was talking about, like, Twitter where, um, you know, like, these people that have never accomplished anything in their lives can become somebody on Twitter by yeah. commenting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're a loser, but you become a person mm-hmm. because you can comment on somebody being crappy on, you know, on Twitter, yeah. and yeah. all of a sudden you become a relevant person yeah. sitting in your parents' basement, and you're yeah. 45 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, this is, a, this is Kenny, this is an hour topic yeah. show right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, you yeah. know? But we got to wrap it up probably, Macklin, huh? Probably, because you know, I've got a lot of thoughts on this topic. SEC basketball tournament's going on in Nashville. Uh, Cats are playing tomorrow. So Friday and yep. tomorrow night, 7? Yep, yeah, yep. 7. And then, then again on Saturday, then again on Sunday? Yep. 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 Yeah. That's the plan. At so, least, right? And thank you for uh, Wyatt. Um, yeah, for thanks for having here. me. You know, we really appreciate it. It was great insight to, into our program and uh, – like I said, he's a great guy, great leader. Really enjoyed it and uh, enjoyed having you, Macklin. And uh, as always, we appreciate it. Follow us on UK Swim Dive, both on uh, Twitter and Instagram, talking about social media. But give us a follow, and you'll be up to date with the latest news from the NC2A Championships in Austin, Texas. We promise if you do, only happiness will come. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>